Welcome to the Engage for More podcast. We are excited that you're joining us today. We exist to encourage you to engage and experience the more that Jesus came to offer you. We would love for you to click that follow button so that you never miss a single episode. And hop over to the engageformore.com website so that you can learn a little bit more about Engage for More. Now enjoy today's conversation. Hi, friends. Hello, hello. Hey, we are here ready for our next conversation. And so this is Pam Pegram, and today I'm hanging out with my friends. Hi, I'm Gwen Neal. And I'm Kim Ball. Well, hi, ladies. How are y'all? I'm good. I'm good. good. We're getting closer to Christmas. Mm. Yes. Closer oh to goodness. Christmas. And so these... Gained 10 pounds over Thanksgiving. How about y'all? Sweater weather because it hides <laughs> the 10 pounds. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I think I need a moo-moo. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're getting close to Christmas, um, I know everything's all about so many things because mm. we live in this fallen world. And so we're decorating and putting up Christmas trees mm. and we're shopping and we're gift wrapping. And But really, I mean... This is all. This whole season is supposed to be all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. And That's right. Um, so we're just going to kind of dive into a different topic than I think we've ever really had before, mm-hmm. and just want to help y'all just really think through um, and ask yourself: Do I love Jesus? Mm-hmm. How much do I love Jesus? Mm-hmm. You know, and how do I know that I love Jesus? And, and what does that even mean? Yeah. In my life. Yeah. If what does I it really look like tangibly? Mm-hmm. Yes. Look like in my life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to kind of take it back to John 21, 15 through 17, in which Jesus asked Peter three times, mm-hmm. do you love me? Right. Do yeah. you love me? Mm-hmm. Do you love me? Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Peter for a minute. Yeah. I feel oh, my favorite. <laughs> I think we all love Peter. Yeah. I know. He's my favorite, too. I feel like I can just so relate uh-huh. to him. Yeah. You know? I think we've all been a Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm. he, you know, found out, you know, you will deny me three times, you yeah. know, before Jesus was, um, um, res- you know, on the cross, before mm-hmm. he, you know. At the Last Supper. The last mm-hmm. Supper. Mm-hmm. And thinking, no, I would never do that. But then what do we do? Yeah. You know. Or, in our fallen state. That's you right. Know? We yeah. deny when we get frightened, yeah, um, terrified. And even um, for me, I, he he was quick to shoot off at the mouth oh. when they were on the mountain um, yeah. transfiguration, and he was so you know nervous. Oh, let's stay here forever. Let's build a temple for you. You know all right. of that. And I tend to do that when I'm in the presence of greatness and I don't know what to say, Mm -hmm. so I just say whatever. And so now, thankfully, I am learning the most precious thing of, Gwen, keep thy mouth shut. Yeah. Oh, and I got tickled watching The Chosen because, you know, like Jesus would mention something and Peter's like, oh, I'll go ahead. I'll go down. I'll go set all that up and I'll go. I'm like, um... Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> that would so be me. Like, I mean, if nobody else is willing to lead, I will, you know. And, yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can so relate to him. And, you know, how do we, what about at Christmas time, do we kind of deny Jesus and the fact that we make Christmas about Santa Claus mm-hmm. yeah. instead of his birthday? Like, you know, doesn't that feel like 
denial if um, from his point of view you know mm, what I mean like right. Jesus is like this is my birthday yeah right. and we're focusing on Santa Claus mm, yeah know? that's we're, so true we're focusing on trying to have the best decor right, <laughs> of yeah. anybody you know any of our Facebook friends and mm-hmm. you know we're just fixated yeah on all the wrong things and I wonder how that feels right Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that he is God and he is sovereign and all those things. But, you know, if we can kind of relate, how do we feel right? Mm-hmm. when we feel like, hello, it's mm-hmm. my birthday and nobody's even paying attention. That's <laughs> right. right. That's right. That's so true. That yeah. puts it in perspective, yeah. Pam. It does for sure. I just think the most... the. the the most convicting thing about these questions that are being posed to Peter from Jesus, do you love me, are taking place at a breakfast that Jesus has prepared mm-hmm. for Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus has prepared this breakfast right the first time that Peter's seen Jesus since he's resurrected, right? Yes. And right before he died on the cross, he denied him three times. So Jesus is not coming saying, Oh, you know, we're, we're, you know, what happened then? You know, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, why did you deny me? He didn't say anything except like, we're sitting here and I'm preparing breakfast for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to sit here and just ask you, you know, sweetly, not accusingly, just do you love me, Peter? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think of all the times that we've messed up, of all the times we've denied Jesus, of all the times that we do things that are not... Um, the appropriate things to do as a Christian, as far as, you know, that little white lie, you talk about that, just yeah. a little small, the things that just quietly deny Jesus, but Jesus just says, let me just sit and prepare mm-hmm. breakfast for you and doesn't make him feel like a loser. And, 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 you know, in Peter's head, he's like, oh, Jesus, I just screwed up. Mm-hmm. You know, I denied you and... I knew exactly what was happening on that cross, and now here you are sitting in front of me. And Cooking he, for me. That's right. 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 <laughs> Serving me. I'm right. tickled that yeah. you brought that up. I never looked at it from that perspective mm. of Jesus serving Peter breakfast. Yes. You know, and when you break meals with someone, I mean, that's you're comfortable with yes. them. Yes. They see the food in your mouth as you chew. Right. You know, um, you're putting yourself out to have meaningful time. And this was during a time where there were no distractions such as our cell phones. So that's he wasn't right. texting. His, he, Peter had his Undivided attention. Oh, and that's how Jesus comes to us. Mm. His attention is not divided um, or diverted with anything else. It's just you. You are the focus. And what does he want from that? He wants to serve you nourishment Mm -hmm. for your body as well as for your soul, just as he did with Peter. And in return, what does he want? What's the question that he's asking us? Mm. Do we love him with total commitment and devotion? Mm -hmm. Commitment and devotion. And that speaks so strongly to, are you committed to me, not just on the mountaintop when Mm -hmm. we have those high experiences, but when we're in the valley. In the valley. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That goes back to, you know, our podcast recently, Gwen, when you were talking about on relationship status, Mm -hmm. what was that? Episode 110, I think, 111, somewhere in there about relationship status. And you took us through like all of our 
worldly relationships, right? Like, are you, in, mm-hmm. you know, dating Jesus? Mm-hmm. Are you engaged? Are yes. you married? Are you? Oh yeah, right. Thinking about seeking a divorce yeah. because <laughs> you're, you know, full yeah. of of anger or bitterness mm-hmm. because something didn't go your way or you suffered a loss or something, and mm. you know. That just when you were talking about being committed, that made me think about you know, are you in a committed relationship with Him? Like we know that Jesus loves us; He gave mm-hmm. His life right. for mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. for each one of us, mm-hmm. not just for some of us, yeah. but for each of us. And and so now we have to go. Okay, am I giving my life yeah. for Him? Am I willing to live my life? You know, as a living sacrifice, offer it up as That's a living right. sacrifice Absolutely. for Him to meet that commitment level. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. That's so what, what he's does asking. that tangibly look like in our lives then? So if we're sitting here listening to this podcast, and I'm asking myself the same question. Mm-hmm. I'm not like barking the question and not willing to reflect myself, but what does loving Jesus look like in your life? Is it just a once a week you know, trip to church on Sunday morning for you? Or is it, you know, a once a week pick up a devotion? Or what does loving Jesus really mean to you? And what adjustments in your life are you willing to make to let him know you love him? You yeah. know, like um, just recently, you know, God's been working with me on listening to him. And used to, like, I wouldn't miss a time getting in my car and not being able to kind of just listen to anything, you Mm -hmm. know, and he's been telling me, turn off the radio, Mm. turn it off. And I have not been a fan of silence ever. Like I don't (laughs) love silence, Mm -hmm. but in obedience and to tell him, I love you. I want time with you. You know, I, I've been using that time to either receive something from him or talk to him, but just really almost listen in the silence. And so that's just a small way of me saying, you know, I love you. You know, these days we talk about Jesus and coffee and sometimes we're funny or I I love Jesus, but I cuss a little Jesus or Jesus and Jesus and yeah. And Gwen Gwen is just handing up running on coffee and Jesus. But I mean, I think that, but that can, yeah, if you're running on coffee and Jesus, but you know, if your heart's divided between coffee and Jesus, but in all seriousness, you know. Um, you know, where are, where are some things in our life that we're willing to make adjustments, you mm-hmm. know, just to, to, uh, die to self. And that's mm-hmm. what he tells us is yeah. that we have to mm-hmm. die to ourselves. Like I want to, you know, listen, to, I love Maren Morris. Like I just, I like my time to jam to her and, you know, just mm-hmm. to be completely honest, but I've been having to like die to that, you know, telling Spotify to play it when I get in the car, I'm just going to turn this off and I'm going to listen for you, God, Mm. or I'm going to look for you Mm -hmm. in the everyday, you know, look for you um, and just wait to receive. So that's just a small thing. What does it look like? Just the little small things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what it looks like for you today as you're listening. And it's a good little homework assignment for you to sit and reflect. What does it look like in my life to love Jesus more, to hear from Mm -hmm. him more, to grow in him more. And you know, we talked about that in our relationship building is, you know, being able to spend more time in his word and that type of stuff. So I think there are varying degrees of love, mm-hmm. you know, for us. And I, I just look back like 25 years ago, I did not love him the yeah. way I love him today. No, well, not at all. Yeah. No. But I, I thought I did. Mm-hmm. I really did. I thought I loved him completely, you know, yeah. but, um, I loved me 
Oh, yeah. A lot more then than I do now. You know, like I just put myself before him a lot more than I do now. Not saying that I don't now, because I do, you know, mess up and all those things. But uh, um, so I think there can be varying degrees yeah. of that commitment and of that dedication and um, just of how we experience that mm-hmm. love or express that love right. even. And I think the more we get to know him, the more we love him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, and also my pastor, Nate Russell said recently, and I think this is so huge. I mean, it's just, it, for me, it was just everything. Mm-hmm. But it said, I, I have told on this podcast even before that um, I got to be with some gang members one time who had surrendered their life to Christ and mm-hmm. they were so passionate about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in my mind at the time, I was just convicted that they were so thankful mm-hmm. for their salvation. And I'm like, well, I'm thankful for it, but I don't know if I'm that thankful for it. I mean, they were yeah. like pounding their chest and just uh-huh. praising the Lord and just thanking mm-hmm. Him. And and um, and I thought it, at that time, I thought it's because they understood the d- hell better mm-hmm. than me, that they had lived kind of a hellish life, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, had been in prison, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. And I thought, well, they just understood that better Mm -hmm. than me. But now when Nate said this, I thought that's what it is. But he said, um, the more you understand the depth of your sin, then the more you understand the depth of depths of God's love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I think the more that I have grown to understand that it's my sin, (laughs) that put Jesus on the cross, that I am evil. Mm-hmm. That if if I step outside of mm-hmm. my relationship with the Lord, I'm sure to mess everything right. up. Mm-hmm. And if I'm to do things and follow my own flesh, then I'm it's I'm gonna do something evil. Yeah. You know, and um and I think we kind of dull what evil, you know, we think evil is mass mm-hmm. murder and you know, things like that. But yeah. but you we know God hates pride. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I got a lot of it. Yeah. You know, I have to constantly, mm-hmm. cru- you know, <laughs> crucify that, yeah. that flesh because I can be very prideful. And so um, if I understand how God hates that, yeah. right, and that's evil, right. and that's sin every time that I'm real prideful. And so the more we understand the depth of our sin, I think the more we can understand and comprehend His love mm-hmm. right. and what He's done for us. Mm-hmm. And that makes us love him, right? Even more. Yeah. yeah. And I go back to that total commitment. And Kim asked us, "How does that look in mm-hmm. real life?" Yeah. And for me, it looks like, Lord, I am so committed to you. I'm so devoted to this relationship. I really want to implement, apply, practice seeking you. First, yes. so that means, um, which is really hard to do. It if is. I've got a five o'clock gym class, I, I'm really trying to get there at five a.m. You know, and then come back <laughs> and seek you. <laughs> if I know, can I seek you second? <laughs> yeah. If there's a sale going on and everybody knows about this, and we're all after the same color ribbon for this tree, I got to get there. Yeah. And you may be telling me to go and spend some time with this mother whose son, you know, has lost his way. Yeah. And and I'm gonna go visit her, Lord. But, but I'm can gonna I get do that it after I first. pick up the rug. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So being totally committed to, and in order to do this again, taking a note from Kim's page book, I've got to listen. Mm. 
I got to hear yes. him yes, so that I can be committed to seeking him first, um, devoting my time and saying, coming to the realization that it's really not my time, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but it's your time. What do you want me to do with this? How do you want me to lead this faculty meeting, Lord? How do you want me to respond to this parent who has come for me in a very unrighteous way? Because I can very easily go for her in Gwen's way. But Pam was just saying, we have to crucify the flesh. Mm -hmm. And that signs of, um, that shows how much we love him by not acting out in our own flesh. Yes. Another way I think that he expects us to seek him first is in a crisis or in a situation, even situational, mm. not necessarily always in the morning, but what about mm-hmm. when something just blindsides you? Right. What do you do first? Ooh, do you call your husband word. first? Mm. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> I am what constantly repenting. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, do you call your husband first? Do you call your best friend first? Do you Google it? Mm. Yeah. Or do you do you go to Jesus first? Yeah. Oh, that's you so know? funny because he's worked with me over the past year on this because I, mm. you know, really just want to call up a friend and mm-hmm. process it. We are processors as women. Mm-hmm. You know, we are. We want to process it. But that's why God is telling me not only to turn down my car radio, but the just everything. Turn yeah. down the the noise in my life to listen to him and to talk to him about it. We go back to this so many times. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know, I talk about second Kings 19 or first Kings, sorry, 19, where Elijah's on the side of the mountain of Mount Horeb and and Jesus says, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he was, he just proceeds to just, you know, upload or download with them mm-hmm. everything that's on his heart. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back again and says, again, what are you doing here? Like he wants to hear everything that's on your heart, yes. even if it's not true. Even mm-hmm. if you feel like that you're walking this road as a Christian alone and you feel like this is not worth it. I am by myself. I am lonely. You can tell him about it. That's right. Right. And later on, Elijah found out he wasn't walking this road alone. Mm -hmm. He had 7,000 others and that God provided him his path to his next assignment. And I just feel like, you know, if, if there was a time in the Old Testament where he just stood before Elijah and said, do you love me? And Elijah was like, yeah, but let me tell you all this stuff. And let me tell you, you know, and I feel like that myself, like, mm-hmm. yeah, but God, this is not right. You know, right. this isn't right in my life or this mm-hmm. is happening. This situation is happening. This is not right. And, it, you know, but he wants to hear from us. He yeah. wants me to st- stand on the side of that mountain. Yeah. And, um, and when they came to the side of that mountain, he, there was an earthquake, a wind, a tornado, all of that. But God was in this still small whisper. And I think sometimes I wonder if God's saying, do you love me? But we can't even hear him. Mm-hmm. Do you love me? And I think about here, Peter denied Jesus three times. And three times, mm-hmm. the next time Jesus sees Peter and he's saying, three times, do you love me? I just can't help but think, is there a correlation there to the three times for every time that I don't 
put Christ first in my life, God's just saying, but Kim, do you love me? I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not like if you've done something wrong and you think you're too far away, Jesus is still saying, do you love me? That's right. Do you love me? Mm-hmm. You know, even if you think you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And then when Peter says yes, he says, then feed my sheep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Pam has a funny story about that. Her conversation with the Lord. And what do you want me to do, Lord? Yes. What am I supposed to be doing? So I'm, I'm journaling, you know, like what you told us to do, Kim. Yeah, well, I, I listen to these podcasts. Me too. <laughs> and I apply. And I apply what, they, what these ladies teach me. And so we were all talking a few podcasts back, and Kim was sharing about getting up in the morning and writing out your thoughts and um, mm-hmm. then actually journaling mm-hmm. scripture back and praying back those scriptures over those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it has been... Life changing. It will rock your world. It's just crazy. It's like miracles every day. (laughs) Like when I'm even writing it out, sometimes I'm like, this is hysterical. I write out, this is hysterical. It is. You know, Uh and I think I wrote it on that day. This is hysterical because, um, okay, the pro, I'm just going to be, here's my vulnerable side, all right? I'm just going to be totally transparent yeah. here but um you have to now because you're kind of in too deep I was I was <laughs> successful in business I mean I just was God had yeah. blessed me and I'm so thankful for that and I was successful in business for a really long time and it the business closed in during COVID and rocked mm. my world and I'm like what next right mm. and so I know that God's called me to engage for more and then I'm doing what he wants me to do but I'm like well where is my six-figure income? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where is and that so, income? <laughs> yes. And so um, I just woke up that day, and I, I journaled my thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, and just um, just a little bit of frustration. Yeah. You know, I guess that's pride, too, you know, thinking. And so I'm just asking God, well, what do you, am I doing what you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And so I don't, I write, I'm writing that all out, just being honest with my frustration. And then I do my devotional. And then I go to the scripture and I start reading. And it says, <laughs> feed my sheep. Ooh. You know, where Peter, this, this yeah. same passage. Keep on doing what you are doing. This same passage. Yeah. And I just, I even write in there. This, I mean, I'm crying and laughing and crying and laughing. And I'm like, you know, I can remember y'all about 10 years ago and... God had really changed my heart in my business where um, I realized that I was putting my business before the Lord mm-hmm. and I quit striving mm-hmm. and I started surrendering. Yeah. And so I really wanted to work my business in the right way and not put it before him. And I can remember one morning in prayer saying, Lord, if I could just talk about you all day, every day. <laughs> and he's answered that. <laughs> He has. he has answered that, and I'm so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I even laughed after I read this passage and where he said three different times, feed my sheep. Feed my yeah. sheep. And yeah. I think that's how we love him mm-hmm. is we do what he's asked us to do. That's right. You know, and so if we love him, then we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to love others. That's yes. right. And to serve them. That's mm-hmm. right. And to point them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think we lose our way and think... We're so busy trying to please them that mm. we do what they're going to like mm-hmm. and not what would glorify the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I think when they're ranting and raving about, you know, they're mad at somebody, then we kind of participate in it. Oh, yeah. Instead of, you know, loving them and encouraging them to 
offer that person grace Mm -hmm. and to recognize it probably wasn't even about you. They're probably just having a bad day. Let's pray for her. You know, and they say we're over here going, she, now what'd she say? Are you kidding me? Why was she like that? (laughs) Yeah. But Jesus is is like, why are you, hey, 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 hey. Remember what I've done for you? Why are you doing that? Feed my sheep. Encourage them. Point them to me. Don't. Don't lead them back down the tunnel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Lead them astray like yeah. that lamb running away, right? right? Like keep, you know, keep pointing them in the right direction. Keep pointing them to me. And mm-hmm. so um, and so let's just talk through and just, just to wrap this up, like what? why did he say this? What do y'all have for, you know, why did he say it three different times, do you think? And he said it three different ways even. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that that he knows our minds. <laughs> I think he knows that we need to, you know, why did he come back to Elijah two different times? And poor, I mean, who knows how many times he's had to come back to me mm-hmm. and say mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm. Yeah. And I don't even remember it because mm-hmm. I'm too busy being distracted And I, because I think he knows mm-hmm. that we need to be drawn back to the same question repeatedly mm-hmm. to be able to get an answer. Right. Yeah. Or maybe even making a point of this is important. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true too. We're, we're going to say it again. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't we kind of do that with our children? We now, do. what did Mama say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Mama and repeat it back to repeat me. Repeat it back right. to me. Yeah. Yes. Now that's a word. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a good thing for us just in reflection and closing this off is for us to say, you know, what does it look like? for me to love Jesus in my life. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not putting him first, what adjustments need to be made? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Stop and think. I mean, if there's a word, if you're driving, once you get to work, once you get to your walking, once you get back home, what adjustments need to be made in my life for me to love Jesus first? Mm -hmm. I promise you won't regret it. That's right. You won't regret it. You might regret it if you don't. (laughs) I think one adjustment that needs to be made, and we'll just end on this, is that we we need to trust him. And Kim, you've spent a lot of time talking about trust and that mm. trust journey. And I, you know, we know in any love relationship, trust is required. Yeah, you know, absolutely. when the trust is broken, it really hurts a relationship and causes a lot of damage. And so we have to earn. You know, we had to find our way back right. to this trust and. So I think, you know, if you want to do something today, make a decision mm-hmm. that you're going to trust him. Yes. I mean, he has proven that he's trustworthy. You know, that's, I wish, you know, if, if I have a regret in my life, um, it is that I didn't seek a mentor years mm-hmm. and years ago. Someone who just would have come alongside me yeah. to teach me some of these principles mm-hmm. in the word mm-hmm. and, and how to apply them in my life so that I could have found my way where I am now quicker. Right. And so I could be further along than I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's still, yes. you know, we're always growing and always learning. And and it's so helpful when you have somebody help you, you know, see your blind spots <sighs> yeah. and, and learn how to apply it. Absolutely. And so um, just the, those things have made such a difference you know, having a mentor in my life. And that's one reason why I'm so passionate about our mentorship program and how um, it really does help people understand Yes. application. So if you do not know about our mentorship program, we meet uh, the second and, uh, or the first and third, sorry, uh, Thursdays of each month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a program called The Circle. 
and where you come alongside Pam, Gwen, and myself in uh, some teaching on and mentoring and guiding you through uh, engaging with Jesus and increasing your relationship, um, building relationship with Jesus. So if you'd like more information about that, you're welcome to go over to engageformore.com and find out a little bit more about how you can become part of this mentorship program. We've got some wonderful ladies in this group in which we just walk alongside each other, point each other to Jesus, and really focus on what it means to engage with Jesus. So we'd love for you to find out a little bit more about that on engageformore.com. Talk to you soon.